the reality is, this is that's prayer. That's a form of prayer. And it's giving our adoration to the Lord. And I, you know, we strive as a, a, a community to be a place where people can express their love, their devotion, and their praise to Jesus Christ, you know, our, our Savior, our Lord. I don't know about you, but I came from a, uh, a pretty uh, messed up background. Uh, you know, the life that I lived, uh, but Jesus saved me and he delivered me from all the junk that I was in. And I'm still, I can't stop praising him, you know. We used to sing a song back in the day, I just can't stop praising his name. No, I just can't stop praising his name, Jesus, you know, and it's still true. I mean, it's 40 years, and I'm still celebrating Jesus, still celebrating what he did for me 40-something years ago, but also what he did for me today and what he did yesterday, you know, and that's prayer, and that's where we're at. That's what we're focusing on this month is just prayer, uh, what that means, what that looks like, and hopefully to help you to be able to express your heart in prayer to God. Last week was an awesome service. I mean, I thank God for Eric and Leslie. Give it up for them. You know, they did a fantastic job last week. They modeled prayer for us. We've got, we got the practical, what, what prayer looks like, and then we got the model of how it actually happens, you know. And uh, as I was sitting there just observing, just the actions alone said it, you know. This is, this is prayer. It's just communing with God, communing with our Father. Um, I am a, um, I'm the father of an engineer, and he, I'm not an engineer, but he may, hopefully he got some of that from me, <laughs> but my mind asks questions, and it's easy to get into system, to points and processes, uh, because that's where my mind goes, but when you try to put that in prayer, it, it just doesn't work, you know? Now, well... Let's, let's just go to the scripture, and then uh, that's kind of a by some odd way an introduction. Uh, and let me give you a title so you have reference. But we're talking about this morning prayer, praying in alignment. Because that's the word the Lord gave me for this year for the house is alignment. And we want to get our hearts and our minds in line with heaven. And when we do, it takes all the stress and tension out of your life of performance, and it just puts you in a place where you can commune with God and God can commune you with, with you, and it just takes away all the what-ifs and should-I's and what-have-you's and that. But prayer aligned with heaven releases the transforming power of God. You hear what I'm saying? It's one thing to pray systematically, which there's discipline in that. There's discipline in setting certain times aside and uh, habits of prayer. But when the power starts releasing is when we get our heart and mind with what heaven's doing. And we just begin to relax in the, the presence of the Lord uh, whenever we were uh, worshiping. I've been, I've been putting together some puzzles. And, uh, but this morning I saw a puzzle and it was the river of God. It was the peace, like the missing peace. And it just plugged into the river and I could see the flow. And that's what prayer is, is the missing piece in our life that we just get into the flow with God and we just go with Him. It doesn't have to be, well, this is going to bring me to where I wanted to go. Second part of the opening 
uh, statement was, you know, this power of God shifts the way we think and will change your life forever. When we get our, our, our heart and our mind in line with heaven and we begin to pray with, with heaven, it releases the transforming power of God and it will change your life. It will change the life of the world that you live in uh, dramatically. It'll open up the gates of heaven so the river of God can flow and touch the community around you. Amen. Can you see that? Yes. Picture in your mind a throne and from that throne flows this river. And this river is the life. It gives life to everything around it. And that throne is heaven. And we are the issues. The issues of life throw, flow through us. We're like a tributary of the river. And out and through us flows this river. And this river is our communion and our relationship with the Lord. And as it meanders its way through wherever we go, it's touching everything around us. And thus the kingdom of God is being made manifest all around us and touching and affecting people's lives. That makes sense? If it doesn't, hang on, and I'll try to get you back around. Okay, I'll bring you in the back door. Uh, the disciples asked Jesus how to pray. And this is what he said. Uh, I'm going to be in Matthew 6, 9. I have about four or five scriptures. And I'm going to try to go fast because we're going to double barrel you again this morning. Uh, so y'all get ready for Brittany. She's going to come and share. But 6, 9 says, pray then like this. This is Jesus. Our Father... Who are, let me get out of the King James, get back in the in modern translation. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, or holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How many of you prayed that prayer? How many prayed it often? You know, how many of you believe because you say that prayer, something magical is going to happen? A lot of us do. You know, we'll say that over and over and over again and we forget. That's not a chant. You know, and I, no offense, you know, I mean, it, it, it is holy. It's the word of God. But it's not a chant that creates God's uh, arousal so he'll get up and do something, you know. It is God's model to show us how to pray, you know. He says, our Father. Our Father. Abba, Daddy, our Dad. Holy are you, awesome are you. So let me back up a little bit more. Prayer defined is addressing God with your adoration, with your thanksgiving, with your petitions, and your confessions. This, this is the most basic form of prayer. But he says, our Father in heaven... I think a lot of people are praying to God and they don't know his address. They don't know where he lives. And, and I want to I'll qualify that. How many of you, when you pray, you, you think you look up? Yeah? We think that God lives in heaven, and he does. He encompasses the whole universe. But I have a secret for you. God lives on the inside of you. You know, when this becomes reality that we're not praying off to some God, some faraway place, we're actually praying to the God who lives on the inside of us. Some people are sending up prayers to an address and he ain't there and they keep getting returned to sender because God's not there. Not that he's not there, but he's here. 
to get into the God to get into God's presence, all you have to do is close your eyes. You don't have to close your eyes. You just you're there. You just have to realize you're there. Heaven is here. It's there. It's here. It's here. And I'll I'll qualify that for you, but <clears throat> I'll ask you another question. Where are your prayers going? Are you directing to your pastor? Some people do. You know, pastor, would you please fix my problem? Yeah, that's a prayer. That's a supplication. Deacon, would you help me? Prophet, would you please help me? I mean, those are things that God has given to us. Church, you know, church, will you help me? Sky, will you do something? Our prayer is to God who lives on the inside of us. And we don't have to go anywhere. We just have to tune in to where God's at. Does that make sense? This, this will revolutionize your prayer life. It will change it will release the power of God. It will put power in your prayer. Rather than just saying, I mean, it's excellent and wonderful to pray scripture. I mean, that's part of prayer too. I mean, when Leslie was kneeling down last week just praying, she was praying or singing Our Father. It, that was an example of prayer. Just pouring out your devotion to God. Everyone doesn't have to do that. But God has wired you in such a way that he knows your language. And you speak your language and God hears you. Yeah. I'm going to give you a vision that I had, um, I don't know, uh, six, seven years ago maybe. But it uh, kind of goes back to that river. <clears throat> I was reading Isaiah chapter 61. And this vision occurred to me. But I'm, I'm looking at this river. And on the side of this river, it was a nice flowing river, was a on the bank was a garden. And in this garden were fruit trees. I saw some big old uh, orange and satsuma trees. They were just loaded down almost. You ever seen some? They're so abundant that they got to prop the limbs up. This is what I see, just abundance of fruit. And I saw flowers and herbs and plants, and they were all just thriving in the presence of God. And it was a blue day. I mean, the sky was blue. The sun was shining bright. And I felt the presence of the Lord say, this is righteous. Right. This is right. This is good. And he said that we are wild plants taken out of the wild and planted in the garden. You know what I'm saying? You know, we in our very nature are wild. Every organic plant that we have came from some wild place and we've taken it as humans and we've cultivated it and made it a beautiful garden. Garden is the work of a vine dresser, a gardener. You know, gardeners, gardens just, I mean, there are, God's created some beautiful gardens. You can go out in some of the valleys and you see all these wildflowers. But the house of God is God's planting his people together. And the beauty of the righteousness of all this is, is he said, you being who you are, bearing the fruit that you were created to bear, this is righteous. This is holy. Prayer is you expressing, you know, they say wheat and tares, you know the difference? The only way you can tell the difference is 
come harvest time. Harvest time, the wheat will bow because of the weight of the fruit. Yeah. And the, the tares will stand up tall in their pride, you know. But when you just, in the weight of God's presence and glory and goodness, and you just give your worship to God, this is righteous. Yeah. You being you in the presence of the Lord, just giving your love and your praise to Him. Not trying to be like me, not trying to be like Eric or Leslie or anybody else, somebody you saw on TV, you know. That's not you. You are you. You know, God has created you special. He made you. Sure, we've had run-ins with the devil and we got mixed up ideas and all that. But in your heart of hearts, you have a longing. And sometimes it's been so suppressed because of everything around you, it's hard to even know who you really are. But Jesus has come to pull you out of the wild and plant you in the garden so that you can worship him and, and live life and pray. And, you know, prayer is not just, you know, I mean, it's good to kneel, you know, and cry out to God. But that, you need to erase that from your mind, that that's prayer. Not that it isn't, that's part of prayer. It may be a moment, it may be a time. Prayer is communion with God. It's knowing where he lives and going knocking on his door and say, hey, God, let's visit. Let's talk. You know, God's not afraid of you. You know? He's not afraid of your unbelief or your foul language or your weird thoughts. That doesn't scare God. And you, all of you thinking, you don't want to say that because that's, you know, it'd be religious to say something like that or irreligious, you know. But the truth is the truth, you know. You're all just like me. You have crazy thoughts, you know. And you don't scare God, you know. <laughs> Amen. You just need to bring all that to the Lord and talk to him, you know, and let him fix it, you know. If you feel bad about it, let him fix it. You know? But that's communion. You just go sit down. God. And sometimes it might be sitting on your front porch watching the robins. Might be watching that beautiful... I mean, we went to Lowe's the other day and bought these beautiful... Look like miniature sunflowers. Yellow. I said, get two of them. They're beautiful. <laughs> you know, just, just looking and marveling at the beauty of God, you know? Where people get derailed is they start thinking how wonderful man is. But man didn't create that. He may have tilled it and played with it, but God created it. And prayer is just sitting there admiring. And in those moments, you'll hear the voice of God. God can flood your soul just like he does on a Sunday morning when worship's at its highest. You know? This is what we're wanting to do is release you so that you can just commune with God. I don't know how, Tim. It's, it's hard. I'm scared. You know, I've never done that before. It's weird. It's okay. It's okay. Just be yourself. Just talk to God. God, it's weird. I know. It was weird hanging on the cross. <laughs> it was weird sweating great drops of blood the night before. Whatever, you know. It, it, there's no one way. The prayer I just read is just a model, you know. It's just an example. It wasn't designed to be prayed verbatim as a ritual, but it's to open up your mind. Stop and think about it. Our Father in heaven. You know, where's heaven? Heaven is in you. The Spirit of the Lord says that, know you not that you are the temple of the living God? That God doesn't dwell in temples made with human hands. He doesn't dwell in this building. 
You know, that's old. In the Old Testament, you could go to Israel. You can still go to Israel, and you can go to the Temple Mount. And you'll see the Dome of the Rock over there. And that's where the temple was. That's where God dwelled, in there. But you can go there now. God's not there. Allah's over there. You know? God is right here in this building. He's in every one of you. Real quickly, uh, yesterday, or a couple days ago, I was at a, a lawyer's office, and uh, I was doing some paperwork, and uh, some guy had heard what I was doing, and he thought, wow, that is awesome. I've never seen anybody do like that. And I said, well, you know, I had an example. Somebody else who it modeled prayer and love, and I began to tell him about that. I was just releasing the kingdom of God to this guy. He was just kind of marveled at, at God's goodness. And that's what we do. We just release God's goodness. That's the kingdom. That's heaven. Heaven is in you. And every time you move around and you, you share what you're experiencing and the love that you have, whenever you, <clears throat> you do a good deed just to bless someone, people see that. They see the river of heaven flowing out of you. And they see the effect that it has on other people's lives. How many of you are here because someone else, you saw something in them and you were drawn like a moth to the flame? Yes. Yes. That's just how good Jesus is. When we respond in prayer, prayers, we spend the time in prayer, but then there's an overflow and an outflow of that relationship and it affects people. You know? And you don't do the effect so that you can get the presence. That's where we get mixed up. That's religion. You know, we do the effect, and that's the outflow. Or we, we respond to what's going on the inside of us, our relationship, and it creates things, and it creates openings, and it creates door, and that's pure, and that's holy, and that's righteous, and that's good, and God blesses that. You want your prayers answered? Don't just go get on your face and cry, you know. Just talk to God. And if he says, get on your face, and get on your face, you know. But don't just get on your face so hoping that God will hear you. Just go to God. God, I love you. I appreciate everything you've done for me. I'm struggling. Help me. And then listen. And respond. 